Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Speaking yeah. about that, like a small side tangent, you know when you have a nice ribeye steak and the rib cap is the best part? Oh, yeah, Same thing yeah, like when yeah, you have the yeah, fried yeah. chicken, the yeah. skin is the best part. Yeah. When you give that piece to someone you love, yeah. that is true love. That's that's more than roses. That's yeah. more than like riding a car. That's more than like doing all this shit. That's true. If you give someone the chicken skin off your Jollibee's yeah. or the uh, ribeye cap off of your ribeye steak, that's when you really know you love that person. Yeah. They should just make a bouquet full of like chicken skin. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, <laughs> Rip by caps. <laughs> Welcome to the worst Asian podcast where a couple Asian American millennials give you our shitty opinions on all things Asian. My name's Linji. This is my co-host Ben, and we both have a cough drop in our mouths. Yeah, dude. God damn, you sound like shit. We're still we're still pretty, we're fucking hurting still. Yeah, this is uh this twenty twenty four. It's been a month. It feels, feels like, like a year. It feels like I've been sick literally this entire month. I came back from my vacation. You have been. I feel like I've been sick. I have not actually I worked out once this entire month because I've just been sick. You know what? Speaking of working out, I remember um I went to see a I went to go see a lady. Okay. Right? But while she was uh preparing her body. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say it that way, right? I, I felt so fat. I was in I was in like She's like, I need a shower. I'm like, okay. So I started doing push-ups and shit <laughs> in, the, in the living room. And I was thinking, I was like, yo, I swear to God, there better not be a camera in here. <laughs> so I'm doing the push-ups. And then like, she has like a full body mirror. I was yeah. just like, you know, do, like, <sighs> like in front of the mirror. Yeah. And I was like, this is as good as it gets. <laughs> and that was the only time it worked out. This was, it's been, it's been like 72 hours. My, my tits are still sore. <laughs> I don't even call these uh, my chest anymore. I call my, my, my chest tits now. Ben, there's only so much you can do in the five minutes she has to shower. <laughs> like, I don't know. I got a good pump. I did some little squats, and I was like, no, no, no. I, I need my legs to be fresh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Linji's, uh, guys, just for the record, um, we're, we're really doing this for you guys. It's It's been really hard for us to you know power through these episodes. Yeah, like I said, I haven't been able to work out this entire month. You look great, though. You sound like shit. I you sound like great. shit. You look great. I, uh, people say it's like long COVID because it's just a cough that I have. Literally, guys, Yo. to prepare for this episode, both Ben and I have a cough drop in our mouths yes. for the menthol thingamabob. Yeah, I think we have... Linji has an IV attached to his to his dick as we speak. <laughs> Why is it on my <laughs> dick? I don't know. I also just took an in... in oh, God, I see. I can't breathe. I also took an inhaler albuterol. Oh, you have yo, you have the good stuff, huh? Yeah, I did that just before the podcast so I can get some more oxygen in me. All right. I took um, a Percocet. Dayquil oh. before... Oh, that's almost the same. Yeah. Uh, well, the Dayquil has like anti-cough thingamabob and whatever. Anti- antioxidant. It doesn't. It doesn't have anti And then and we has, drink coffee. And then uh, I took my antidepressants. <laughs> you know, there are some people on that, okay? So let's not make fun of I'm that. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, depression is a real thing. Yes, it is. We always, like, not really joke, but... So, and anyways, we, we're just trying to say that we're here or we're alive. We're Kinda. making a bad choice for our health to actually do this. Ben has not been getting enough sleep because his dog has been sick. Yeah. Yeah, it's... uh. I know what it's like. I don't even like, know why we're doing this, honestly. <laughs> you know, if anything, this is actually hurting our brand. Because people are like, yo, these guys suck. Oh, yeah, because they're <laughs> sick. Yeah, and they're just listening. And first time listeners are going to be like, 
What's the big hype about these guys? They fucking suck dick, bro. Why are we listening to this shit? We've been sick this entire month. Every episode this entire month, we've been sick. Every time, if people now ask, like, oh, this, um, I'll just, when our guests are more comfortable uh, rating our episodes, yeah. they're going to be like, yo, this guy, this episode sucked. And we're like, it's because we're sick. We'll just oh, use okay. that from now on. Just the default excuse yeah. that we're always sick. Yeah, it's like we both have pneumonia. It's crazy at the same time. That's why our episode was terrible. I think you actually recovered more than I am, besides the lack of sleep. Um, you are right about the month. You're not even exaggerating it. Yours has just been just consistent, like yeah. from two weeks ago now. Well, I had you, COVID four weeks ago. Right, but two weeks now since we were I was here. Yes. You are pretty much the same. I've been coughing my lungs out this entire time. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's not fun. You know, I always tell my wife to take care of herself whenever she has any random thing, go see the doctor. Yeah. And then I refuse to see the doctor this entire I like month. That. I like that. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. I like that. That's because um, if you go see a doctor and your doctor, let's just say, is on the larger end, but he tells you like your BMI is up and you need to oh. lose weight. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I was like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, you mean if he's fat? Yes, if he's um, fat, if he's on the larger end. Yeah, don't be. Yeah, fuck that guy. But if he tells you to lose weight, like, do you kind of look at him like with a squint? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, Dr. Fatso, maybe you should lay off the lasagna, you know? So like I said, do as I say, <laughs> not as I do. That's why I tell my wife. That's why I have not seen the doctor yet. Okay. But, um, you know, I'm getting to a point where it's a, it's been a month now. I think I'm go- like, I really should go see a doctor because maybe like half my lung is black right now. You said you've been taking, uh, what's it, uh, Vicodin or whatever? I'll right? do the roll. Right. Uh, you've been taking engine oil, right? After that, like maybe the doctor has something better. Or like you might be misdiagnosing yourself. Or have like a virus and I need antibiotics or something. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's not going to clear up on its own. That's one of those it things. It could be like an actual infection, right? All right, guys. I'm, I'm going to see a doctor right after this episode. That's pretty much what we're trying to say. I'll go to like urgent care and see what they can do for my lungs or something. Well, maybe they'll get you a fresh pair. So if this episode is a tad bit shorter, that means we just run ran out of lung capacity towards the end of this. Yeah. So I apologize in advance. I will try my best to uh, stay alive for the sake of this podcast. Not for my wife, not for my family, but just stay alive. Are you drinking? Drinking helps a lot. I've been drinking a lot. I've been drinking. You know, it's really weird. I should be resting and recovering. So I feel like I'm sleeping worse and I'm drinking more. So that's probably not helping with my recovery this month. Oh, okay. I was joking about the drinking. No, but I have been because of occasions, birthdays, seeing my Uh, family, going out, whatever. Not because of like, oh, fuck life. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) You have have like a flask? (laughs) Are you going to go pick up your son? He's just chugging it, or it's in your coffee. I don't want to be a oh guy. Oh, okay. I'll save this story for the subscription thing because I don't want to say it publicly. Whatever, oh. whatever. Right, right, okay, right. guys. Today we're going to be doing an episode wrapped around food because you people like to uh, hear us give our really shitty comments about food. Asians love food. Asians love food. Um, but mm-hmm. this goes out. Oh God, I need to find who gave us this idea. Once I find who gives this idea, I will give them credit somewhere. One of our Followers on, on social media responded to a recent or some poll I put out where I said, you know, give us some topics for the time that we were oh, sick and we're doing God. the remote episode. A plea. and Pretty much a, a plea for help. He or she mentioned uh, talking about the most westernized foods, which I thought okay. was actually a pretty good idea because you and I are not really the biggest fans of Asian fusion per se. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought this would be a good, good topic. Uh, we're going to be talking about some of our things that um, I would say is a bit too Americanized, a bit too Western. Maybe the um, Caucasian people took it a little bit too far when they tried to adopt our culture. All right. Cool, cool, cool. This is going to get racial as fuck. No, 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 no. Let's do try. it. Let's do it. Asian number one. Trying to keep it civil. No, we take over now. Side note, though. Have oh. you seen the thing where people are trying to buy that Trader Joe's kimbap? What? Oh, you, you, you haven't seen it? No. So it's gone like semi-viral. Trader Joe's are... It's kimbap now? Our favorite 
Actually, not. It's not I my like favorite. Trader Joe's. Do you? Yeah. It's cheap. That's why it's cheap for it's, a decent quality. It's cheap. You know. Yeah, it's cheap, and you know their their frozen food shit is fire. But they also try to do a lot of like ethnic foods in their frozen section. Yes, they do. So there's been this recent thing. They just released a kimbap. Yeah. A frozen kimbap. Oh. And it went viral. I don't know who started. I don't know if it went viral because it's actually good or it went viral and then it sold out. But the fact is, every Trader Joe's can't keep this shit in stock. It's just been selling out all across. That's crazy. It's frozen too? It's frozen. So that's one of the weird things. It's and really it, hard to do, actually. And that kind of like ties in with what we want to talk about today. Like, okay. Do you have any thoughts on like Trader Joe's selling out of kimbap? Um, only in the sense of like, I guess it's kind of cool, but it's kind of, you know what? I don't even want to judge it yet because I think we have to at least try it for us to be, you know what I mean? I'm not saying like I, it's good or not, but I think I have to at least try it. Kimbap is so readily available. Well, maybe because we're in Flushing, it's yeah, readily it's, available. It's, it's really not. But the Trader Joe's Kimbap is $3.99. And sorry, guys, if there's like a weird clicking noise from my mouth, that's the sound of the cough drop. I will see if I can take that out. Mm-hmm. I don't know how skilled my editing his, skills his, are. His oral. <laughs> so the Trader Joe's Kimbap is three ninety nine. Okay. For a eight ounce Kimbap, which I assume eight is just ounce. probably one large roll, right? Hey yo, it sounds like about the size of that. Yeah, it's like a, a girthy roll. And this is their description. <laughs> this is not my description. Oh, known in Korea as Kimbap, from Gim for seaweed that I know, Bob for cooked rice. Yeah. Kimbap is similar to, and they're the ones saying this. But I didn't say this. It's similar to, but. Distinct from a mega-sized maki sushi roll. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that is technically right. I've compared it to sushi, but you have no bad taste in them comparing it to sushi. No, I mean it is technically a form of sushi. It is, I would say. And I, I guess way. for American people, the easiest way to tell them about kimbap if they've never had it is to say it's a giant ass sushi roll. Yeah, that's pretty it's, much. It's like a bigger sushi. That's roll. That's the best way of putting it. I would say it's like a a cooked. A sushi roll. And I guess they added this line at the end of the description just to like for people who want to hate on it, think it's not authentic. Uh-oh. Right? Because that's the first thought. The Trader Joe's making kimbap is not authentic. So they added this line. I thought there's going to be like, they're like, oh, kimbap is uh, made from uh, the Chinese. I'll be oh, <laughs> shit. They fucked up. Oh. <laughs> they wrote this. Our supplier, a kimbap expert in the Republic of Korea, Whoa, arranges damn. an assortment of wow. sautéed greens, blah, 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 blah. Wow. So they specifically had to throw that line in. Our supplier, an expert Whoa. from the Republic of Korea. The Republic. That's a, that's a, that, that actually hit home. Whoa. Well, that's the fancy way of saying South Korea. Yeah. Or, that's... They didn't fail by just saying uh, Korea, just like as is. Yo, that person definitely is like... Not trying right? to get... They, yeah, they work for like the White House. They're trying not to get canceled. Yeah, they're like, we have to be politically correct as fuck. Or this is not going to sell. So that's amazing. Do you have no problems with them like trying to spread kimbap? Okay. Nah. My only thought was like, if you guys really want kimbap and if you have access to it, because most Korean places have a version of it. H-Mart has kimbap. We live near places that specifically sell kimbap, but almost every Korean place will have a version of that. Uh, Shout out to anyone that knows, but Northern, I live... Um, what's it? Not close. Don't but tell people where, where you I live. live. Yeah, but there's uh, it's called it's on Northern. It's called Hansel. Yes. Uh, they make very very good just Korean food in general. Hansel is almost like a like it's, a Korean bodega. Yeah. Food mart, but it's yeah. like on the smaller end. Yeah, they have almost everything. They change up their menu. Um, they have a really good deal. Actually, you should check it out too. So after six or seven. Buy one, get one 50% off. Oh, that's like the stuff that they need to move that day, right? Yeah, because because they have so much shit. But yo, dude, at the end of the night, everything is just fucked. It's it's packed. And they have good food. The food is amazing there. 
But is it cheaper than three nine nine per roll? Because that's what I'm trying to figure. Because you can buy kimbap and just freeze it. I learned no, it's not the same, bro. Like it's not. You know what it is about kimbap? That's why I want to try it. It's because it's frozen. It comes frozen first. Right. That's the thing that's really fucking with my head. I'm like, damn, and it's selling out. Either like I gotta try it to just rate it, and then I can be like, yo, fuck you, Trader Joe's. Yeah. But the reason why kimbap is so hard to have later is because the rice is a sushi rice. So there's times where you save it and try to eat it later. The rice is just so bad after. Oh, like it gets too hard. It gets way too hard. Yeah, it always so you feels can't like, freeze it at its peak. That's freshness? what I'm, I'm, I'm really curious of. Like how traders is like. There's someone in the Republic of Korea that <laughs> there's a scientist. There's one guy. There's one there's, expert guy. You know, I'm gonna assume Korean. You know, just figured out the science of rice. That's that's the thing that's blowing my mind. So you're less intrigued by well. Whether or not it tastes good, you're more intrigued by like how did they make the rice, like freeze the cooked rice, yeah, and then make you cook it, like rethaw it and warm yeah. it up somehow. Yeah, because I've tried it and like it is not fun. I do freeze rice though. When I have too much white rice, I freeze it. But then when I thaw it, I just cook fried rice with it. Right. So it's not that big of a deal that it's like on the harder end. And sushi rice is different because it has you know the, vinegar, the vinegar and the mirror and all that. So it it changes it. But I don't know kimbap. You could technically just regular rice, but in general, it just doesn't. It, the texture is just off for me. I don't know. I could be wrong, but oh, that's why I was I'm gonna really say. Curious. You, you could buy kimbap anywhere and just freeze it. But I guess if you're saying you can't freeze it, then that's the one advantage Trader yeah, Joe's has. Yeah, I don't think you can freeze. That's why I'm really curious now. It's like it sounds like a hot pocket. <laughs> it does. It's like a Korean hot pocket. And so I was like, "What the fuck are you guys doing over there?" I mean, it's it's not supposed to be eaten warm. So however you reheat it, you have to reheat it to room temperature. I, I lightly thawed. I mean, it depends on the ingredients too. So. I don't know, but Trader Joe's does make really good fucking uh, frozen fruit snacks. Like, they have really... When I used to play music and stuff, we used to just go to Trader Joe's and just... The snacks? Yeah, the snacks were great. You know, Trader Joe's is also kind of, like, big on um, ube-flavored stuff. Everything's oh, yeah. ube, the pancake mix, I bought some for your wife, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, shit, that shit still sells out, though. It does still sell, and it comes out seasonally, I think. Yeah, I was like, I know your wife, like, loves this. Like, she's like an ube crackhead. So I was like, all right, if I give her this... You know, it's like it's like thanking the gods, you know, and like doing the sacrifice. You know, technically, it's not even Asian food per se. They it's just not. put ube on it, but yeah. it has this aura of Asian. Yeah, it's similar to how when it's the first, right? It's similar to how when people want to make anything Korean, they just add kimchi to it. Yeah, bastards. There has to be like a tier, <laughs> like a tier of ingredients that yeah. Western people use to make anything Asian. Yeah. On top of that tier. It's, teri- it's teriyaki sauce. Oh, yeah. That's like the, yeah, that's like the number one draft pick. You add teriyaki <laughs> to anything, and you yeah. can just call it Asian. Yeah, that's true. Underneath that, that's been coming in more recently, I would say, is... Teriyaki pancakes. Oh, sorry. What the fuck is the teriyaki <laughs> <pancake>? <laughs> Kimchi Kimchi is, is the next one. That's what we see yeah. more. Everything like kimchi, quesadilla. Yeah. Uh, kimchi kimchi mayo, tacos, kimchi, kimchi mayo. Tacos. You put kimchi next to anything, it's... Kimchi ice cream. No, I I'm actually trying to picture a kimchi ice cream. I, it's going to exist, I bet you. It probably does exist already. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, probably, probably something sweet and you have like little yeah. crunch bites of kimchi. Uh, um, uh. Soy sauce is like next on that list. <laughs> you yeah. add soy sauce to anything, it becomes slightly more Asian. Yeah. It could be a uh, American barbecue, like a like a pork loin. You just add some soy sauce to it. Yeah. And it's so- Chinese already. Soy sauce, uh, root beer float. Like, but what? ube, that's my whole point. Like, you know, coming back to my actual point, ube, they put ube on everything and they yeah. kind of make it Asian esque. Mm-hmm. I just choked on my cough drop. Ben, please talk for a second. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> actually, I never tried the ube, um, ube pancakes, but Trader Joe, they made it 
famous because HS fucking were the first to do it. And I was like, that actually sounds like it should be fire. We should probably correct ourselves. I'm sure they weren't the first to do it. Ube, I'm, sure, I'm sure like Filipino people or like Southeast Asian people probably put ube into like a breakfast type. I don't know. Badger kind of thing before. I don't know. Inexpensive on a large scale you know, to America. I don't All know. right, let's get to the actual topic because we're, we're, we're way too deep in and we're running out of lung capacity. Are we now? I, I, well, I am. I know. I know. You, know, you have more lung capacity than me today. You should be talking more. I'm trying. Well, you're like, you know, <laughs> I'll try to talk more of that. I don't want to hear like, yo, Ben, you were talking too much. Give me a break. All right, Ben. All right. Do you have a list of some things that you think, whoo, catching my breath, that you think is more westernized Asian um, food? I think I think it's really interesting if you can find out whoever. Shout out to the person that gave us the idea, by the way. We'll find out eventually. Okay, you but talk. I'll find that person hopefully. I think if it's if it's one thing I can say is in Korean culture, right? Korean people just take something and then we just like make it our own version. I think we're like the best at doing that. Yes, right? stealing ideas and improving. It. I didn't say stealing. I said uh, let's say let's say we're revamping. Let's put it that way. All right, sir. Revamping via a stolen. No, idea. no, 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 no. We're not. We're not naps, sir. I'm not saying it's bad to steal stuff. Whoa, it's whoa, okay whoa, to steal whoa, stuff. Whoa, 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 whoa! We're just not, use the correct whoa, words. The Republic of Korea never steals shit, sir. All right, let's uh, let's let's get that right. But I think in terms of like you're saying, like what makes um, you know something's Korean? I think uh, Koreans have no problem making a lot of things westernized. I think if anything, we we're pro uh, westernization. Okay, like you guys like to make something. More Koreanized, Korean like to take in the Western thing. Korean fried chicken, Korean, Korean, uh, Korean pasta. You so know? fusion food for Korean people is okay when it when you guys are doing it to a Western dish. Yo, we did it to you Chinese people. We we make our own, you know, uh, Chinese food now. Yeah, you no, know that that's what I'm saying. We just Korean Chinese food is a it's a it's its own class of cuisine. There's well, restaurants here specifically that serve Korean style Chinese food. And I didn't know until I was like, wait, is this, I, we sold this from Linji. Um, eating with my mom and dad, like, wait, we took this from Linji's parents? Can I ask you, what do you actually eat at those restaurants? Because I've actually never been to a Korean-style oh, so Chinese good. place. You, you want to go? I know what to order, too. But what do you order? Is it literally Chinese food just with kimchi? No, no, no. So it, you know what's crazy, too? It's like probably the one place where it's almost Chinese. I mean, it is technically Chinese, but you guys do the fucking big-ass platters with the lazy Susan in yes, the middle yes, and yes. shit, right? Banquet-style, family-style. Yeah. So there's the, you know, the jajangmyeon, the, or the jajangmyeon. Right, how have you people say it? Jajangmyeon, please, right? please continue. Right. So, and then there's something called champong, which is a spicy seafood noodle dish. Um, I don't know if there's something like I'm in China. I'm just trying to find the Chinese part of these dishes so far. That's why. All right. So, and then there's this another one where it's like fried like pieces of beef. Okay. And then they put like this like honey glaze thing on top. It's so fucking good. Is the beef battered? Yeah. It's is it orange in color? It's not orange though. It's not orange. Um, the sauce is a little more like brownish orange. Maybe it's sweet. So it's almost like a general salad, but you could do it with any, but we do it with beef. With beef. It's so good. We'll go, bro. And like, it's just, it's a feast. I still fail to see the actual Chinese, the Chinese part of it. Aside from the actual restaurants, because the restaurants themselves from the outside looking in yeah. look like a Chinese, Cantonese restaurant, banquet style. Uh, I guess if you put it that way, I think if you eat it, you could kind of see the influence. But like, in terms of like, ingredients you're not going to see much of it i guess you can say you mean if you just stared at the food itself you would not like immediately say this is yeah fusion chinese korean yeah don't yeah Sorry. you have to know the history of it yeah i mean there's some things where like would you say there's some chinese uh dishes that like incorporate sweetness uh yeah no? like well there is like some dishes where the pork is fried and it's like a sweet battered sauce right so that's where it has a lot of sweetness and that's the same one that we've been eating 
but do. you you're just doing it with like beef and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. So going back to your actual example, hope got a cough. Please talk. Oh, um. So yeah, I would say um, just Korean food in general. A lot of it has been uh, westernized, and I'm kind of used to it to this point now. You're like okay with it. I'm okay with it. Can you give any specific examples? If you want to start, can we do Korean fried chicken? I guess, but that's not a westernized. Is it not? Because what I'm thinking is, the West took your food and then uh-huh. created a version of it. Instead of you're thinking the flip, which Koreans took Western food and then flipped it's, it. It's almost like a good, you know, offense. Uh, I mean, a good defense is a strong offense. So we're not gonna let you fucking fuckers steal our shit. So we're just gonna steal your shit and just put Korea in front of it. You know what? That's actually. Korean fried chicken, yeah, is that example? Because all this stuff with Korea, it's very new. It's because of America. You know, we didn't have the shit back then. Pizza is kind of big in Korea now too, right? It is. We fucking put corn on our pizza. I I've had corn on it. pizza before here. I fucking hate it. Oh, I was gonna say it's actually delicious. Oh, it's so fucking weird. I had it here somewhere at some uh, Korean chicken joint. I can't remember yeah. which place right now. It's not bad. It's just weird. It's like pineapples. You know what? Also, speaking of Korean pizza, the- yeah. Mozzarella cheese that you Korean people use yeah. is, is the fakest cheese I've ever yeah, had. I agree. I'm like, it I'm, tastes good. It tastes great, but it is texturally the fakest cheese I've ever had. It's like it's like they made just Elmer flu taste like cheese. I don't know how they did it. It's thick and it's like mm-hmm. it has the pole texture, right? So that's yeah. the big thing that's going for. It's going yeah. for less actual flavor yeah. and more just the cheese poleness texture. Yeah, it has like a very tendon. Uh, very strong. Have you had the Korean cheese like just as is like cold? Yeah, I had it even in like corn dogs, you know? Like yeah, Korean this, corn dogs. Same exact thing, yeah. And it's sweet. Like Korean people love to make things sweet. I'm like, I don't like sweet flavors. Do you like honey butter chips? Because that's a very Korean thing, isn't it? I I, I do not. The, oh, damn. I, I'm like, I'm very umami-esque. You like savory and umami? I like savory. Sweet? Yeah, I want those tomato, mushroom, beef flavored. So you don't like caramelized popcorn? Sorry, guys. That's not Asian at all. But... I mean, we can talk about, yeah. Like, I do. It's just, it's not the first thing I crave. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't like really sweets. I'm like, it's, unless it's dessert. I think we're the same on that. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I know eat, sweet tooth is like non-existent, right? Yeah. But then when we do it, it's always like we, and we make it a separate thing. And then we like to have black coffee with our. Yeah, our, just to like balance out that flavor. Yeah. I think that's us, us you know, one similar thing that we have. But I, I guess like if I was trying to think if there's anything that, you know, Westerners took from Korea. I was thinking about it hard. I was like, damn, I don't think we I don't think there's much. Unless I'm just like not I didn't try hard enough to think about it. I so let's pivot a little bit then. How do you feel uh-huh. like about some of these California rolls and similar things that take like a Asian, in this case, yeah. Japanese thing and just put like a more westernized bland spin on it? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Japanese people are probably more pissed right now. <laughs> California roll, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I've never gotten it in like well, I never order California oh, okay, rolls. That's okay. what I'm trying to say. I've had a California roll because usually when you order a sushi platter, yeah. it's like filler rolls. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like half the rolls are just a California roll because they're not going to give you as much of the other stuff. But I think it's okay. If you're just introducing someone to sushi, which nowadays is not that big of a thing. Yeah. Everyone knows sushi. But yeah. I can imagine a decade or two, if you have like a Western person trying sushi and sashimi, the idea, the whole cuisine for the first time, right. instead of giving them a raw fish or something foreign, uh, you're giving them a very generically bland right you can't hate a california roll right so i think in terms of i think korea i think we we kind of just jacked a lot of shit but in terms of japanese cuisine right like we're talking about sushi for example america fucking totally butchers um the idea of what you know of how sushi is supposed to be enjoyed you know so like when i used to work at like nobu i used to work at 
all these like sushi restaurants, we're trained or taught that, you know, it's best served in a certain way, right? So, for example, like, you know, dousing in a lot of soy sauce, having the ginger on top of the sushi and then eating it yeah. when it's a palate cleanser. You know, and our chefs are predominantly actually Japanese. And, you know, they, they're they legit, you know? It's not fucking Jose, you know, in the back and shit. No offense to Jose. Yeah, no offense. Jose, you do a great job. But yeah. there's some allure when you see, like, an authentic, you know, Japanese chef behind the sushi bar. So what is the right way to actually eat sushi then? Well, first, like, pickled ginger is a palate cleanser. You're supposed to have it in between your fishes. Not on top of your actual pieces. No. And, you know, like, even spicy mayo. Everyone requests spicy mayo. And eel sauce. Oh, and my eel God. Sauce. Eel sauce. Does, it's like a monstrosity when any roll is just, like, covered in eel yeah, sauce. So, and I like eel sauce, so I'm not trying to too. hit on it. Yeah, exactly. It's just sushi is already, when you get the piece, right, the nigiri, which is sushi with the rice, People don't realize, but there is a little dab of wasabi underneath the fish. And sometimes, you know, when you do an omakase, it is already glazed or brushed with soy sauce. Yeah. Or just maybe something else the chef wants uh, you to have. It's just supposed to enjoy it, right? But, you know, us, we kind of bastardized it and just fucking, you know, like dump it, the whole thing. So we just absorb it all. Just to defend that point, maybe a little bit. Uh-huh. That can be the case if you're going to a nice sushi restaurant with the quality of the fish and everything is above a certain standard. Okay. But if you're going to a more generic, everyday, hole-in-the-wall sushi place, maybe the fish and the rice and the, the seaweed, everything isn't top tier, isn't as flavorful on its own. Okay. Are you okay? Like, in that case, I just not drench it. It's not like in a tub of soy sauce, but, you know, it's got a little bit of wasabi in the soy sauce because you need so, some flavor for a, pl- a plain, crappy, not crappy, but lower tier yeah. sushi. So, like... For example, if we go like an all-you-can-eat, you know, sushi buffet place, right? You know, most of the time we're not gonna really give a flying fuck, right? right? There's no sushi chef in front of us. No, they're watching you like a samurai sword. Like, yeah, don't fuck it up, Ben. You know, so you know, just in case, I'm talking about the people that go to these really nice, you know, sushi restaurants. They're paying an exorbitant amount of money. It's like it's just like saying like, oh, go fuck yourself, chef. <laughs> eat the sushi. That's what I'm talking about. Maybe, you know, like when people take chopsticks and then they fucking like twirl like they're going to make a fire. You know, it's like you shouldn't be doing that too, actually. So like people don't realize that. That's a nice sushi restaurant. They're not giving you those those disposable chopsticks, most likely. Right. Right. But um, it's it's, um, when you when you do that and start fucking you're making a fire in front of the chef. Can I say just a quick side point? (laughs) Do you know why you do that? Why? Why? When you fucking grind the chopsticks? When you take the two... Chopsticks, disposable chopsticks. You break it apart and then you rub the two together like you're trying to make a fire. Yes. Sometimes there's strands of wood and like splinters, so you're actually rubbing the splinters away. Right. But that's in theory. That's what you do. Doing right. But the thing is, is that a chef that has respect for himself will not only have good fish and sushi. You have good chopsticks. They will have good chopsticks. Yes. Yes. They 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 take pride in. That's my point. You don't get disposable chopsticks when you go to like a two hundred dollar omakase meal. Yeah, yeah. That's not a problem that's presented there. I also feel if you go to those expensive places, they don't even give you the option of having like a a little thing of soy sauce and wasabi on the side. So you don't even get to to destroy your thing by drenching in soy sauce. Right. They just take the weapon away from you. You have nothing in front of you except your plate and your chopstick. Right. But like you know, that's what I'm saying. It's just. There's some etiquette about it. And um, yeah, but if we're at like an all-you-can-eat sushi buffet, I'm not going to give a real shit about it. If anything, all we have to worry about is making sure like we don't waste the food because then you charge your ass. Oh my God, we always get way too much food at sushi buffet. Oh, speaking of, our our, our, our CTO friend. Uh, did we talk about like yeah, how he saves? Yes, yes. yes. The, uh, pl- the hack? The hack. It's, yeah. it's not a hack. It's, <laughs> oh, so it's, not, it's, not, it's a life hack. Um, So this jackass, 
Um, well, he'll, t- he'll take the uh, piece of the sushi. You know, he'll eat the fish. And he'll take the rice and he'll just smush it under the plate. And then he'll put the plates on top. And then they don't even notice that. I think we talked about this. So uh, <laughs> I know, but I yeah. I'm going to keep talking about it until the day we die. But uh, that's a great life hack. Uh, he never got caught from all the uh, de- good a decade. Maybe he eating. got caught, but just the people were like, oh, fuck, it's this guy again. He's like, oh, he's so rich. How do you feel about smell. sushi burrito, though? Sushi burrito. Sushi burrito. If you don't know what it is, you can picture what it is. Uh, yeah. It's a giant-ass maki roll with way too much shit in it. It's, yeah. like, it's a hand roll that, that went obese. Yeah. Um, honestly, it sounds delicious. So I don't have the expert on it, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say yay. I'm would you say, feel I'm any give different? It uh-huh. Some of these things that we're talking about, would you feel any different if it was an Asian guy or a person of that country making it as opposed to a random John Doe? Yes. I agree. Okay. That, I think I, yes, I, I am very passionate about. If a nice Japanese man came from Japan and just said, you know what? I'm yeah. going to make a sushi burrito. Right. That's cool. If a John Doe from Tennessee comes over and says, hey guys, I got this large sushi burrito. It gives you a different feelings. Let's just be real. Yeah. I, I then I've been, oh fuck man. Like that's fucked up. I'm not trying to hate on John Doe. Maybe John no. Doe went overseas. His, his wife is Japanese. All this yeah. other shit. Like, you give him the benefit of the doubt, but let's just say yeah. he really is just a random dude that was like, I'm going to make a giant ass maki roll. I guess the only good thing about this, the silver lining about this whole topic is that that hasn't been the case where like someone like patented or licensed a certain Asian thing. And it's like, he's just milking our culture. Oh, like if a white guy. Yeah. yeah. Something. And then like, and then like, like imagine there was, imagine fucking like, um, you know, Tennessee fucking, you know. John Doe, let's just say John, John Doe. John Doe, right? He patented California rules, right? Let's just say somehow yeah. he did. I'm like, fuck, man. This guy, yo, fuck this guy. Then it's like, oh, now it's fucking beef. Now it's like, yeah. yo, don't eat this shit. If he sells that Trader Joe's, like, fuck that, you know? And then I think there's a, there's a, that's when it's like. Food patents are so stupid because someone's going to make a version of that. Right. That's what I'm saying. What's the, the cronut, which is a croissant donut oh, yeah, that's very yeah, famous yeah. at uh, Dominique's. Dominique, Ansel, Ansel or Dominique. Right. So he first created that here. And way back when, there was a lot of hype. People used to line up. Yeah, was, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. And then I think a bunch of other places made a very similar thing. But, yes. they, but they got sued because he had a patent on the name Cronut. Oh. But not the actual product itself. So all they did was just call it a croissant donut or a donut that's croissant. That's all they did. They just had to... Just change the name. Just oh, but it the was name. the exact same thing. Oh, it's not the same recipe because... Right, everyone has their own thing, but it was pretty much the same the idea. The same idea. Oh, wow. But know. you just can't call it a Krona. You just call it something else, a croissant donut. So does it mean like if I was like a rapper and I used yo cronuts on my... You you probably couldn't. Actually, I don't know. You I don't know how saying, like, right? trade things work, but a different place cannot sell a product called a cronut, but yeah. they can sell a croissant donut, even if the product itself is very, very similar. Um, What's it? I was watching this uh YouTube video. About this uh, Asian couple, you know, shout out to Jollibee's, right? I think it's greatest fried chicken in the world. I think so too, right? But <laughs> this guy and I and I've done it too. But he takes the chicken skin, uh, you know, the fried chicken skin is the best fucking part. It is the best part. Yeah. So I'll just save it for the end. But the guy took it, he wrapped the rice and dipped it in the gravy. So he kind of made like a fried chicken, you know, kind of way like a sushi. Piece. I'm picturing it right now. Yeah, you can picture it, right? Yeah. And he dipped it in the gravy and then he fed it to his wife, right? That's real love right there. Yeah, and I was like, and you know, I was like, wow, like he gave her the best part, right? That's real love. That is yeah. literally real love. And I've done that. That's fucking delicious. Like, yeah, good for this guy. Yo, that does sound delicious. I've never done that myself, but the next time I go to Jollibee's, yeah, I'm gonna do that. But I was just like, oh man, see, this is what it's all about, man. Like, we all love the same shit. Yeah. Right, guys? Like, that's the great thing about food. I think it's like it makes us all less racist 
and it can bring us together. You know. You know what? How you show love? Forget yeah. about that. Like a small side tangent. You know when you have a nice. Uh, ribeye steak and the rib cap is the best part. Oh, yeah, Same thing yeah, like when yeah, you have the yeah, fried chicken, the yeah. skin is the best part. I'm sure yeah. like there is other examples of like oh, different foods when there is a one part of the food or that meal that is like the best. Yeah. When you give that piece to someone you love, yeah. that is true love. That's that's more than roses. That's yeah. more than like riding a car. That's more than like doing all this shit. That's true. If you give someone the chicken skin off your Jollibee's yeah. or the rib uh, ribeye cap off of your ribeye steak. That's when you really know you love that person. Yeah, it's it's like um, they should submit. They should just make a, a bouquet full of like chicken skin, <laughs> and, like, and, like, ribeye caps. <laughs> just oh god, just put it into skewers. Oh man, wrap it in some nice <gasps> paper and just make a make a bouquet out of that. I love how like some Japanese um is the kind of places they'll actually serve uh the chicken skin. On the skewers. That is delicious. Yeah. Yes. I was like, oh, thank God. I, was, I remember I was talking with my friend. I was like, when we were in high school, I think we we're like, let's make a business where we just like sell chicken skin. And then we're like, what do we do with the <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, that's true. We should use that. <laughs> we're like, let's just use the chicken skin. That's all we should use. This reminds me of uh, <laughs> this is how much I love Seinfeld, guys. If you watch Seinfeld, you're going to get this reference. This There was an episode. Holy Ben, you're very sweaty. Yeah, I know. I it's, yo, it's fucking hot today. There was an episode of Seinfeld way back when when George had had this idea. He opened up a restaurant. It was called Top of the Morning to You. Yeah. And all the restaurant sold was the muffin tops. So <laughs> so he would so he would buy muffins and then he would cut he would just cut the top off the muffins and the muffin top is usually the best part because it has the most fruit, it has the most everything yeah. else, right? And then all he did was sell that, but the rest of it. He just doing the, he just doing the garbage. I forgot about that. Yeah. The the best part about that episode. And sorry yeah. to you guys that don't watch Seinfeld. Was uh, no, but that, that that's yeah, that's pretty much that's what I, I think that's where we got inspired from. We watched Seinfeld. So he would throw the muffin bottoms into the yeah. garbage, and yeah. the, and the best part about the, that one episode was there was a homeless guy that would dig through the dumpster, yeah, and then all he would find was the muffin <laughs> bottoms, yeah. and the homeless guy got so pissed at George. Like, Who the fuck is throwing just the muffin bottoms into the carp? <laughs> oh, God. That's such a good show. Uh, so, uh, speaking of Seinfeld, um, let's say I met this girl. She's only, she's only, I think she said she's only 23, 22, but then I was like, hey, you know, I was just messaging her. I met her uh, through K-Town, and she was like, oh, I'm watching Seinfeld, and that actually really made me feel good. I was like, People still watch Seinfeld? Is Seinfeld still on TV? I think it's, it has to be on like Hulu or Netflix or some shit. Huh. I was genuinely like, what do you watch? Which episode are you watching? I was so curious about the Seinfeld episode. Not Did even, she like it? Yeah, she she was the one that told me. I was like, I was like, is she doing this to impress me? I was like, no way. There's no way she's into me like that. I was just surprised at her age. People 23 so- years old in 2023. Oh my gosh, okay. she was born in 2000. Oh shit, you're right. She was born when Y2K was a thing. Holy shit. Yeah. I was just like, I was so impressed by it. I was like, yo, you, I was like, you are Seinfeld? And she was like, yeah. Uh huh. You know, funny. Seinfeld and Friends came around the same time, right? Like, I think. Did it? Friends, Friends was a little, little later. A little bit later. But yeah. you have a generations of people that still watch Friends and love it. Yeah. I feel like there's less and less people that watch Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, Seinfeld was, yeah. People don't realize how popular Seinfeld was. I think prior to Seinfeld, the finale, like the most watch show of any show ever on TV was like the last episode of MASH and oh, shout out man. to the people that know what oh, MASH man. is but that last episode of Seinfeld the series finale was yeah. the most watched at that time yes 
single show of any show ever. Yeah, I think I think it's um it's more powerful than now than like The Simpsons. Yeah, at like, its it, peak, it was premiere TV. Even though when you watch it now, twenty thirty, you're was, like, how did people like this back then? Yo, there were so many good shows. We had Cheers, we had Frasier, Frasier, you know, same person, uh, Will and Grace, Will and Grace. Oh shit! Yeah, you know, just there was like, like you know what I mean? There was all these sitcoms. Like if you think about it, like that was a lot of good writing. Seinfeld was just like killing it. There was Friends. Um, How I Met Your Mother was kind of like a, the most modern-ish sitcom that was still... People can't come at me, but I still have not watched the last season of How I Met Your Mother. Uh, but it's, it's not been, missing out. It's been spoiled for me. Like yeah, you're not, you're not missing out. Um, Just also side tangent. I'm really trying hard to like do this episode with Linji right now. But I keep looking. Uh, Linji didn't say, but there's a huge wad of cash that's right in my, my POV. I was just looking at it. And I'm looking at the hue of the bills. I'm like, oh, those are large bills still. <laughs> I just, and then she's like, oh, shit, I forgot to put that away. Huh? Look at that. Oh, that's a good thing, guys. I don't know where I live then. Yeah. I, I was just looking at it. It's at least like four inches thick. And the bills. Are, and, and you guys know you guys know what the color bills are now. You know, the tens are like the, the yellowish orange. Those are it's $20 bills. Okay. So uh, no, you're, no you're such. You're lying. Second shit. There's like $150 on the, top. And I'm looking at the 50 and this guy's saying there's only 150. Stop looking for money in my house. I'm not. It's just right, right in front of me, technically. Okay. Um, <laughs> this topic is going all. This topic is going all over the place, so I it's don't fine. even know what I'm called. This. Uh huh. I have a quick note. Um, you know that fortune cookies, the most like, quote unquote Chinese thing ever. <laughs> oh my god, you did the thing. <laughs> fucking did the thing. You fucking did the noise. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're coughing your ear lungs up on that. Yes. Uh, fun fact. Uh, <laughs> I knew this. You knew this, but yep. I'm I'm sure there's somebody that don't know this. Fortune cookies are not from China. They're not yep. even from Asia. They're from Cali, right? They're from California. Yes. So um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, ooh, try and catch my breath. Uh, fortune cookies were invented in California. Yep. They have a slight Japanese influence. They're based off a uh, Japanese rice cookie called a omikuji senbei, which is a small fortune, which is like a small uh, Japanese cookie that has a fortune inside of it. But it's not Asian whatsoever. The worst part is that like the the writing in those fortune cookies is so lazy. What do you mean the fortunes? Yeah, it's like it's like be be one with two eyes, not one. What? <laughs> you know, I, just, <laughs> <laughs> he's coming into the fucking. Hole. <laughs> Leave this in the pot. Don't fucking edit this shit out. Leave this shit in. We're leaving this shit in so people know. Oh my god, that's fucking that's 4K 4K flat right there. Oh, don't edit this shit. We're keeping all this shit in. Oh fuck. Oh god, that was good. That was good, man. Oh, uh, my phlegm is like bright yellow. Is that a good thing? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, dude, sure, fuck. But yeah, that's what the fucking fortune cookie would say. You know, it's just like, who the fuck makes this shit up? You know? And they'll be like, lucky numbers. One, one. And then like, like four and like, and 12. It's like. It's uh, John Doe from Tennessee again. Yeah. It's fuck fucking me. John Doe. Yeah. It's like, fuck, man. Like, oh, uh, okay. So yeah, fortune cookies. I'm good. And they don't even taste good. I think fortune cookies taste okay. You don't, when, you don't go like, yo, you know, I'm craving a fucking fortune cookie. <laughs> so fuck you, bro. It's okay. Yeah, most of the last time, like, bro, I really want to buy a bag of fortune cookies for the taste. Can you even? Holy shit! I just realized what? I've never seen a bag of fortune cookies like for sale. I, I not for sale, but I've seen them. 
you see them in the restaurant atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying you and I, as a regular person, or actually me, because you work in the restaurant, but I cannot go anywhere to any restaurant, I mean, to any supermarket and buy a bag of fortune cookies. I just realized. Oh, yeah. See, that's how you know it's. If you go to H Mart, you go to. And it's not there. Or what's uh, the CW? That's like the Chinese, like, yeah, yeah. right? 99 Ranch for people on the West Coast. Oh, I didn't, there you go. Like, you don't see that shit. You don't. You're, you're, huh. th- you're thinking about it. You're still I think trying- you can probably buy it off Amazon, which is the least Chinese yeah. Asian supermarket. I'm going to buy it off fucking Etsy. <laughs> That's where I'm going to buy that shit off. But what's it? I will admit, when I used to work at Tao, the fucking, they have a fortune cookie dessert. It's a huge fortune cookie with, oh, I forgot, but it's like, I forget the ice cream, but it's like chocolate dip too. Is it custom made? Like it's custom baked fortune cookie? It's really a humongous looking fortune cookie. And bro, I'm not lying. It's one of the best fucking desserts ever I've had. Does that cookie itself taste better than the regular standard? I'm not lying. It does, yeah. I'm like, this, see, if they did it like this. Yeah, but a fortune cookie is like a throwaway dessert thing. Because when you go to a regular exactly. Chinese restaurant yeah. and you finish your meal, they always give you some kind of free quote unquote dessert thing, right? Yeah. It's either like sliced fruit, which is great. Or they, if they have like a yeah, sweet soup, <laughs> like a hot sweet soup, either red bean soup or yeah. some other soup, they usually give you that for free at the end of your meal as like a complimentary dessert thing. Yes, yes. So I guess fast food Chinese places give you the fortune cookie in lieu of giving you like an actual complimentary. You know what? I was going to mention, I was asking you about this, but like Tao is kind of like... What's Tao? Tao. It's, it's, it's a, the place you wear to work at, but what is Tao? Is Tao a club is, restaurant? It's a club. So Tao Group, they're like one of the biggest... Uh, restaurant groups in like all of North America and the world. So, you know, you heard Notel, Lavo, PhD. Um, they just own a, a dream hotel. They just own a bunch of these restaurants that like are synonymous with New York and clubs. But they made this, uh, one of the biggest successes was called Tao. And if you go in, it's very Asian, but there's nothing Asian, you know, owned about it technically. It's the theme is Asian. It's hella Asian. Like there's a big Buddha statue. There's, you know, um, is it boy pond specifically one ethnicity Asian theme, or is it generic Asian? Generic theme? Asian everything, like General South Chicken, lanterns everywhere. Yeah, I'm not lying; it looks badass, and they're doing it right. But um, low key, like the food sucks. I will admit, a lot of their food really does suck. I remember yeah. I was eating it, and I was just like, they can't give me the runs. I remember that, but the dessert, like I said, the fortune cookie that they had, desserts, oh shit, their desserts were amazing. But, you know, you're Chinese, a lot of their hot dishes are like Chinese based. Yeah. It's terrible. You're going to be like, why do people like this shit? But it's because people just like to go for for the clout, and it just looks uh, fucking great there. Oh, so it's not... You, <sighs> yeah, so if... Like, westernized, crappy, or Asian food, right? Yeah, so it's like, imagine like Panda Express, but like fucking glitzy. Is Tao one of those restaurants where you can't even pin it down to one particular cuisine? It just it's just Asian fusion food because yeah, because like the sushi is all Japanese. Yeah, sushi. To see what I mean, it's like right generic Asian food. Let's just take the most popular. They have a kimchi fried rice. Oh my god! Yeah, they have see? like they have like their lo mains. They have like their fried rices and like I remember the sushi was actually very very good. I will give them that. The sushi is very good. Because if you get the right fish and you get the right uh, all, yeah. sushi chef, then as you're good to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like we talk, we joke around it, but like, you know, Jose's in the back. Yeah. And it's fire. But everything else is just, it's really, really overpriced mid. That's how bad it is. That's also a problem. Last generation, there yeah. was a lot of like Asian people who opened up restaurants and they'll serve Chinese food, but they also have kimchi fried rice and then pad thai and like right. a banh mi. It was 
every cuisine in that restaurant, and I can't get it because they were trying to serve to like a wide audience of people. Yeah. But I feel like our generation, restaurant tours or this new generation of people get the luxury of opening up a restaurant that's more specific. Yes. Yes. That can more be like niche, more like narrow down to I'm gonna just do like I don't know buns or I'm just gonna do like one particular thing. They don't, yeah. Or I'm just gonna do high any chicken. Yes. You know. Yes. Or I'm just gonna do pad thai only. Yes. You're absolutely right. Just specialized niche dishes like right, they're masters at. We, you and I shit on those people that are like making those super generic ones but that created a foundation that now people know yeah. generally all this stuff so th- these kids can open up specific niche restaurants. Put it this way man I remember there were times where like late at night we'll go eat at um, it was a place called Sunway remember around the corner? Yes. Sunway Cafe. Yes. But this is for like the old heads in Flushing but Sunway was this uh, It's on restaurant. Prince Street. Yes. You go in It's but the thing is that they, not only do they have dim sum and like whatever time you want to order it, like they 3 a.m. They have like beef noodle soup. They have roast duck. They have they had bubble tea, like all these types of bubble tea. They had skewers. They had pad thai. Yeah, they had pad thai. They had they didn't have any Korean, but for the most part, they had everything. Yeah, and it wasn't bad. It was just it was the only thing open at three a.m. And That's they what... just had every. They're like fuck it. If it sticks on the wall, we throw it. It sticks on the yeah. wall. Fuck it. Like one of these Asians will order it. That was the strategy. Yeah, because you just had to because you were catering to so many more people. Yeah. And I get that. There's nothing wrong with that. There's still a lot of those places left over. Yeah. And they do really well because they've like adjusted their menu as people's tastes have like adjusted as well. Yeah. But I'm sorry to say like all these restaurants, you would never see a generic, well, maybe like in here in New York, but I'm I'm sure some other smaller towns, you might still see new restaurants open up that are generic Asian food. Yeah. And like a mishmash of everything. But most of the stuff that's opening up is very like, narrowed down to like one particular yes, thing yes. which i think is good yeah it is it's evolution i guess right and people are not scared to take that risk of like i'm just gonna sell like Chinese chicken and like that's right. it or i'm just gonna sell like this one particular offshoot of ramen it's not what you're used to like yeah. it's like it's this random thing that you're not used to yeah i mean uh you got to try it out uh which topoki right oh which topoki is a all you can eat yes topoki rice cake yes spicy rice cake I'm trying to think of like how to describe it. Think of like hot pot style. So you sit down with the pot. Yeah. But the pot has sauce. There's a certain stock you get to pick for the flavoring. And then you get these skewers, a skewer base. And it's like you get these rice cakes almost in the texture of like, you know, like a very, like not non-sweet mochi. Yeah. Right. And then you dip it in. And if you're, if you love carbs. You're, oh, you're, it's you're fucking carb, carb heaven. Yo, it's carb heaven. Yeah. That shit is absolute carb heaven. Yeah. It's sauce, salt, and carb heaven. Yeah, if you're trying to run a marathon. Oh, I got it. It's hot pot meets fondue. Yeah. With carbs. Yeah. It's hot pot meets fondue with carbs. There you go. That's how there they do it. But like that is a very specific thing. Yeah. And like I heard that was already big in South Korea and now it's been imported here at, at least to us and like flushing and everything. Right. It's like the first of its kind for us. We're like, oh shit. I never thought of that. That's yeah. a good idea. That's like a very narrow down, very niche specific thing. But like you said, my wife like loved that place when it first opened up. I like the f- taste of it, but like you said, it's way too carb heavy. You're right. just having carbs nonstop. I was looking at the menu. I was like, rice cakes, and then it's like you have ramen. I'm like, oh man, that's More just carbs. too much. Yeah, I was like, yo, there's no way I can do this. They actually have an instant noodle bar, so it's yeah, a, yeah, it's a whole wall full of every var- variation of Korean instant noodle, and you get the packet as is the whole packet. You bring it to your table, and you can put it into the. To yeah. the sauce and everything. I'm surprised. Um, what's it? I know we talked about. Well, not really, but you never really heard of Tao. 
I've heard of towel people but like you didn't towel, know. Yeah, but I just thought okay, that must be some kind of lounge restaurant thing. I didn't know oh. specifically it was like an Asian fusion restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. thought it was like a bar lounge thing. Okay, got you. Um, what's it? I also thought it was created and run by Asians because it was always Asian people that were going there. Uh, no, no, nah, it's no? a, it's a, it's a lot more just you Mixed. know people that want to feel like they're fucking the shit. You know, like celebrities went there, right? Yeah, Tao Group is. Um, so Tao Group and Tao, they affiliate with the Knicks. I believe James Dolan is part owner of Tao. Oh, then you know it's not good. It's being run to the ground. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> there you go. Oh, no, James Dolan sucks. Well, anyway. Uh, let's get a couple more um, questions in and then we have to wrap this up. Oh, I'm yeah, running yeah, out do. of lung capacity. Okay. Uh, where is that? this? Uh, where, where the fuck is this actual notes for this episode? Sorry, guys, if this is all over the place. Like I said, I think, I think so far it's been We're going on one month of sick. Let's just talk about this very quickly. Pros and cons of Asian food, food being westernized yes cons we've shitted on this entire episode yeah but the pros is introductory stuff to a different culture is always good yeah if it's racially i guess appropriate if it's done the right way yeah if it's done the right way done with the right people uh by the right people and done with good intentions yeah i think it's the right way exactly like you're not gonna give someone that's never had filipino food balut for the first time oh man that's yeah a balut is the half developed it's chicken or duck? It's chicken. It's chicken? Like half developed duck feed it's inside an egg and it's cooked. Um I like you say duck right after. <laughs> I said chicken. Oh, so <laughs> I'm like, I was like oh, go fuck yourself, man. It's duck now. <laughs> Yo, it could be duck. Maybe there's there I mean, is... it could be, it could be. Who knows? As, I think as the word it's almost a dead bird. That's in in its egg still. That's the best way of putting it. That's something that's more <laughs> adventurous to a person yeah. that's never had it before. Yeah. I've had it before and it's Hard for me to eat. Oh yeah, and I'm weird. used to like eating different stuff. But I'm saying that's not something you introduce them to. But you would yeah. introduce them to. Uh, I'm trying to think of something that's Filipino that's not Jollibee's. That's very easy for a white person to oh, eat. Oh, like uh, what's it? You could do uh, pancit, uh, sinigang, but that might sinigang, be sinigang. Yes, yeah, sinigang. Okay, or crispy pata. Yes, the, the crispy pork feet. Like that, that stuff is already Western type yes. ingredients, and the flavoring and the texture and everything is not anything strange. It's good. That's more of like introductory stuff. Yeah, lumpia, the the spring roll the, with the pork. Yo, lumpias are just spring rolls. Spring yeah, rolls, yeah, spring rolls are just lumpias. What's a what's a Korean version of a spring roll? We don't have one. You guys don't have that, right? We have kimbap. <laughs> that's that's just, that's only a roll shape. But yeah, Filipinos, you guys are very proud of lumpia. I'm like, these are just mini egg rolls with pork in it. That's coming from two uh, non-Filipino people, and they are delicious. I, yeah, but they are. They're, we love we love lumpia and your little banana ketchup. But yes, like weird side note, I was thinking about this when I was getting like a lot of dumplings. <laughs> okay. That sounds like sexual, like, yo, I was getting my dumplings on, you know what I'm saying? As a as a Chinese person, I look at different very I look at different variations of dumplings or baozi or stuff like that. Uh-huh. And I, I can imagine if you're not Chinese and you're looking at it, you're thinking, yeah. all this is the same shit. Why do you guys have a million names for different this? Okay. Shalong pao, like a regular baozi, like yeah. a chenching pao, like all these different things. Baozi joiner. Dumplings, regular like pan fried pot stickers. They're all very, very similar. Yeah. I had this thought because I was at a taco truck once, and I was at looking a taco at taco truck. At a taco truck. And oh, I was, okay, okay. I was looking at the, di- the, the, <laughs> the different variations of a taco, and I thought to myself, and I and I love Mexican food, by the I, way. I, yeah. I looked at, I was like, this is all the same shit in different shapes. Yeah, right. I was thinking that too, like the tortas. I mean, tor- the sandwich quesadilla. You know, like the regular tacos. I'm like, technically, it's it's the same thing, just different style. This has to be how people look at like Chinese dumplings and think, yeah. guys. This is the same shit. 
in different forms. Maybe it's like thinner skin. Maybe one yeah. version is steamed. One version is pan fried. One version well, is fried, deep fried. Deep fried, yeah. This is all the same shit. Like tacos and like dumplings have a very similar thing where if you yeah. really like trickle it down, you branch off. It's the exact same shit. Yeah. On to our favorite part of the whole podcast, ranting and raving. Guys, Whoa. Got 55, that. 50 minutes in. Trying all to catch right. my breath. All right. We're doing good. Yeah, you're, you're damn. You're going to have to take another shot of a, of a whiskey. What is ranting and raving, Ben? Uh, so this is our favorite part of the episode where, you know, me and Linji will take turns. Uh, either we'll do a rant or a rave about something in our life. Linji is right now, he is, he is in an iron lung. I think his lungs are punctured. Um, so I will go first because I'm surprised you know what an iron lung is, Ben. Uh, iron lung is 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 a terrible, terrible contraption for people back then when Which they treats polio. Yes, um, you're it, it helps you breathe. I think there's one person still using. He's it. still alive on it. Yeah, He's been on it for his entire life. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. He looks like it's his head inside like a, a large car exhaust. He looks like he's Iron Man, not Iron Man. He looks like <laughs> he, he looks like he's Captain America in the chamber waiting to become Captain America. Yeah, except. This doesn't. This does the opposite for Steve Rogers. Ranting and raving. This is where we complain or we bitch or we say something nice. Ben, what do you have to complain or bitch or say something nice? It's crazy about how uh, the world is changing. I think maybe for the worst right now. It's a period. Global warming. Well, global warming. No, global warming is fake. Uh, it's not real, guys. Um, it's it's what the Republicans want you to believe. When I'm not gonna go into it. anyway. Um, that's a joke. Go, yeah, it's a joke, guys. Go vote. Go vote. All right. Uh, Trump for twenty uh, forty nine. Anyway. Um, I'm going to Target, right? And you know how some places, you know, they have these like plexiglass things now that you have to like, you know, so they'll do it for like certain like drugs, right? Oh yes, yes, yes. Dude, Pokemon cards, trading cards, Pokemon cards, uh, Plan B cards. Yes. Um, uh, you know, razors, condoms. Were you picking up Plan B? No, I was not. Okay, anyway. please go. <laughs> I'm just trying. To... <laughs> um, but I noticed. I had to go buy some stuff and there was a section for like the energy drinks. They started locking up Red Bull and Monster. So I was just, right? I was just like, so I went over, you know, I was just like, there was a Target worker. She clearly hated her job <laughs> and she didn't want to be bothered. I was like, I was like hey, you where's guys, the plan B? <laughs> <laughs> hey, why the fuck you guys, you guys locked up the plan B? What the fuck? But no one's here, huh? What's up? Like, why I is the Red Bull locked up? I don't, I said, I was like, hey, so, uh, People are stealing the ripples now. And she's just like looking at me like, no fucking shit. You know, like obviously. But I still had to ask her, I was like, people are really stealing ripples like that? And uh she's like, Yeah, like uh people just she said like pretty much like now people just come into Target just to fuck around. Why do that, guys? Why? Yeah, guys, why are you doing that, man? You guys specifically that's listening, why are you guys doing that? You know, our listeners are not that type of people, so like they're gonna listen to us like Damn, that's what's going on. Like, damn. I'm sure. And, Linji, and how dare the Linji and Ben accuse us? I'm sure, among all the listeners, there's, there's one of you that does this. Yeah, you jackass. Because of you, I have to wait for a fucking clerk. What were you trying to get? Um, I needed, I needed lemon juice and lime juice. Why was that hidden behind a plexiglass lock? I don't know, but it was literally. It was specifically. I real. I realized I was looking at those Red Bulls and Monsters. These are only energy drinks. Are people like getting high off this? Are they like sloshing this in their eyeballs? I don't know, but I was just, and she was like, "Yeah, people are stealing the rebels." I was like, "Damn, this is kind of sad." If you guys let us know why they're stealing that stuff, maybe there's a weird like TikTok craze 
Or maybe there's a weird way you can make that into a drug. I don't fucking know. If you guys know, please no, let us know. Are you guys like injecting it through your anus or something? I don't know. Is that the new trend? Uh, but yeah, it's just something I observed. So I guess it's not really a ra- ranting or rave. It's more like an observation. I have a rave this week. Everyone oh. knows. Long time listeners, long time listeners of the podcast know that. Woo, I'm going. Here we go. Long time listeners of the podcast know that the unofficial third member of this podcast is my beautiful 2009 Toyota RAV4. Yes. Yes. Okay, I, I got a little lost there. I'll do your say your <laughs> wife. I was like, I was like, okay, but yes, why? That's the unofficial third member. But uh, people don't also know that there is another unofficial fourth member, my beautiful 2009 Subaru uh, Impreza. That is true. We don't we don't share enough about. I it. I not only have one old shitty car, I have two old shitty cars. That's right. Uh, so I actually had to say goodbye to my uh, second old shitty car, the impressive Impreza. We had to get rid of it because it ran out of batteries. Wait, that was a that was the reason why I thought yes. it was a wrap. I thought guys, it was a wrap. If then. you guys didn't know this, if your car uh, battery dies, you have to just get rid of the whole car. I don't there, think that's true. There's, there's no way to salvage your car. Your car gets a salvage title when the battery runs out. I think this is just Linji uh, flexing again. You know, he's like, "Oh, I'm not sh- flexing my 14 year old car, Ben." He's like, "Oh shit, I need, I need, this car needs an oil change. Fuck that. I'm getting a new fucking new car. car. <laughs> oil change my ass." So we have to get rid of the second car because we barely drive it. It's technically my wife's car. But I could have bought it. Well, it's too late because it's already been sold bad. God damn it. I could have bought that shit. It's already, you can barely fit in that car. My wife could barely fit in that car. It's tiny. Yo, it's like a clown car. Fuck the people in the back. Um, <laughs> so we had to sell it because it kept having issues. And then when we sold it, we realized because I was looking at the title and the title has the odometer reading from way back when. I think it was like nine years ago when we got the car. Okay. And, I, and I looked at the new odometer reading. On average, my wife drove this car less than 100 miles per month. Well, yeah, I don't Guys, remember. Guys, that's, her- that's very little. Most people drive their car like a couple thousand miles per month. Maybe right. like a thousand miles per month. Sometimes, yeah. Average, it's like 5,000 a year, maybe less. Ten to 50,000 a year if, oh, you're, really? if you're a regular commuter. commuter. Okay. Because she drove this car less than 100 miles per month. Uh-huh. So the biggest problem this car had was the battery kept running out because it would just sit there for like a month and not be driven okay, that way makes back sense. in the day. That makes sense. And then that battery kept getting less and less. So eventually we just realized we don't need this old crappy second car and Damn, we just got rid of it. it. What about that shit? So um, RIP to my second car. I, I am looking to buy a new car. So if I you guys notice are, that. If you guys are like, um, if you work at a Toyota dealership and you can get me a Toyota RAV4 hybrid, please uh, reach out to me. No dealer installed options, please. All right, guys. What Linji's trying to say, he wants his brand new Bugatti. No. Uh, that's, so any of you guys are working for Bugatti, uh, McLaren, or uh, Enzo Ferrari, please. Go on to the outro, Ben. Please go through the things. All right, yo. Today, Linji chose fucking violence. I love it. And, and also, his lungs chose violence because he is dying right now. Uh, this was a great episode. It was a little everywhere, but I think for most part, it was salvageable. It was entertaining. I don't guys, know about this entertaining, but we are here nonetheless on your feet. Barely talked about food, I'll be honest. But fuck it, we actually made it through the episode. So that's all that matters. Um, thank you guys so much for the support. Um, please, the simplest thing you could do while Linji's um, you know, is barely on one lung. Right, just breathe, Linji. Usa. In and out. In and out. Um, it's just, you know, leave us a review. Give us uh, five stars. Give us one. St- Actually, don't give us don't one give star. Don't give us one star. Please don't. Yeah, yeah. Five stars only. Yeah, because you guys give might Give us five stars and then tell us why we're shitty in the comments. Yes, please. Um, And also, just another reminder and a big shout out to our monthly subscribers um, that have been paying us. 
Um, it's not enough to cover Linji's medical bills. No, it's not. But it's okay because Linji will tell you he just needs it to now cover his. That's brand what new... that stack of money is there for. Exactly. It's, it's, I'm gonna go to the doctor. Exactly. So um, what's it? Thank you for our sponsors at Bugatti. Um, if you know, please, Linji's favorite color is uh, what is it? Lightning red. <laughs> what the fuck is lightning red? <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it should be lightning yellow. <laughs> so yeah, you heard you heard Linji wants to be the first to have lightning uh lightning red. So thank you guys. We appreciate it. Um, I've been, I was warned, not warned, but I was given advice from multiple people, uh, a lot of listeners, a lot of fellow podcasters, other creators that uh, just take a week off. But you know what? Fuck everyone's advice. Yeah, and also you've been take, you've been trying to take as much time off, but it's just it this shit is yeah. is real, bro. Yeah, it's uh, what's real? My my disease or us being here this week? I mean, I'd be technically both. Up oh, there we go. So, um, we're gonna try to. I think Lizzie's gonna take his money, the wad of cash, and just rub it on his body. <laughs> I hope that it makes him feel better. But I've held back from laughing most of this episode. Whenever you said something funny, it was a funny thing. Mm-hmm. I held back from laughing, and the one time I laughed, I think I literally I coughed out all that phlegm just before. <laughs> I think <laughs> like neon lightning yellow phlegm. <laughs> I think when Linji uh, was um, Fleming, it the the brightness was of kryptonite. Oh fuck! I forgot. I have an Asian dad joke. Uh, no, I was gonna remind you. Okay, I was gonna remind. Here you. we go, Ben. Uh, I don't know. Distract them for two seconds while I get my agent that joke. What did NSYNC uh, say when they dropped their uh, Korean food on the floor? What did they say? Mm, dirty pop. That's it. <laughs> He's just oh. reminding me of that uh, joke. That's why. What and happens, it- Ben? Yes. What happens when a lot of Asian people fall down the stairs <laughs> all together? I don't know, dude. Too many Wongs on many levels. <laughs> all right. That's good. That's pretty racist. I love it. Oh, man. I can't even laugh at my own joke. I was going to say, can you say it again? <laughs> but that made me laugh. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Sorry, this one's a little bit over the place. Like Ben said, it's a little bit shorter. But we appreciate your uh, ear balls, ear, yes. ear drums. Yes. There you go. I will try to get healthy. That's right. I'm going to give Linji some plan B as we speak right now. <laughs> <Not> just, <laughs> bye. <laughs>